Joe Batanz here, and welcome to Drag Race Holland Season 1, Episode 1, titled Land of the Queens. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the only host today for a very different way that we're going to be doing things for Drag Race Holland. It's what you guys have always dreamed of, it's what you guys have always wanted. No one has asked for this, but I think, I feel people, you know, here's, I'll tell you what. I'm currently covering Drag Race Thailand with uh, Lori Roggenkamp. We just finished episode one, but that's the fourth time we've done, or third time we've done episode one. Because it's just a tough show to recap when you're watching a show with subtitles. All right? So uh, it's even tougher when you're doing it solo like we are with Holland. And I thought... Now that there are so many ancillary Drag Race products, and there will be, what better way to start the show or try to try something new out than with one of these ancillary products, which is what I've always wanted to do. I don't think this would work for the main show because it's in English. It wouldn't work for All Stars because it's in English. <sighs> Let's do it for Holland. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, we're going to watch the show together. Now, just in the interest of of uh, being um, upfront about things, okay, full disclosure here, and I think this is a good full disclosure, I've already watched the episode, I've already taken notes on the episode, but uh, now we're going to actually watch the episode together. Now, I'll be watching it on silent, but that's the great thing is... I'll be watching it the way I watched it the first time. In fact, to be honest with you, I'll probably notice more things on this watch because now I am only doing subtitles. I won't have that weird, I'm listening to it, but also uh, watching it. And so here's what I'm inviting you to do. Now, by the way, this is this is what's another great thing about watching it live, is I'll be doing a sort of play-by-play -play as well. Not all of you are able to, maybe you don't want to pay the $4 a month for World of Wonder Presents. I will do that for you. Maybe you don't want to go through the trouble of having to find it and download it and deal with it. Don't worry. Maybe you don't want to hear a show. Maybe you just want to hear what the show happens on the show some analysis with it but you don't want to go through the effort of watching it or maybe you want to watch it with me in your ear this is why i think this is an exciting way of doing this and how we're going to do drag race holland it's gonna because you know a lot of people just don't want to go through the trouble of finding drag race thailand a lot of people don't want to go through the trouble of um of, there's a lot of things people don't want to do, right? And they would just rather listen to an afterthought show that recaps it or talks about it. And this is a great way of sort of feeling like you watched the show without having watched it. Or if you want to go back later and watch it, you can watch it with our ears. So that's how it's going to go. And uh, so, that you know, usually I do a, a, a talk up right in the front where I give spoilers, you know, I'll say like, you know, this week, uh, Monet Exchange fell off the stage and uh, she was eliminated from the competition, leaving Sasha Bell as the winner of All-Stars Season 9, you know, or something like that. We're not going to do that. No spoilers. I know who goes home. I've seen the episode already, but we're, we're going to watch it together. So what I want you guys to do right now is if you haven't set up your episode yet and you want to watch along, I'll, you know, pause right here. And um, 
and uh and then you know then when i say go you can start the video right now i'm watching the world of wonder logo it's on my screen right in front of me i'm, I'm at zero i'm using wow presents okay or the how wow, wow presents plus whatever whatever the paid four dollar a month thing is I'm currently using that. I'm set at zero already on episode one, season one, episode one, titled Land of the Queens. And so here's what we're going to do. I'm sure in the episodes to come, I'll come with a fancy sound drop where I go, five, four, three, two, one, press play, you know? But let's actually do that right now. Five, four, three, two, one, press play now. So it seems, right? Oh, a, they said there's a flashing effect, which I, you know, I watched it once. I don't remember there being a flashing effect. Also, you know what's weird is they have, do you notice? I'm looking at, they're having, they're introducing who RuPaul is and they're telling us what RuPaul is right now. It's a global phenomenon, but there's like a weird washed out color to the, to it all. And it, which is so funny. It almost feels like cut and paste. Like, like this is something we saw in season one, episode one, the same sort of like who RuPaul is. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they're just kind of going through showing who all the former contestants are. Naomi Smalls just came on screen. Oh, the beauty was just on screen. And they're just sort of giving you a history of what happens on the show. They're introducing it to the people of the Netherlands. What is this show you're talking about? It's so popular in the United States. What is RuPaul's Drag Race? As we record this episode, by the way, RuPaul has just won her fifth consecutive uh, Emmy as the the best reality show host. And she broke a record, actually, most uh, in that category uh, for it. Now, right now, this guy, Fred, who he's talking to RuPaul on the TV screen, and she's asking him to host the show in her place, and he's pretending to be really excited and get out of here. You know, now, in the in the uh, Discord... Uh, our current expert, Yaz Waz, the title screen's coming on now. Actually, this title screen is more colorful and better than the one we have. Uh, in, in the title screen, he told us that Fred, this guy Fred, is known for being sort of like a party promoter, reality show star. Um, but he does drag on this and he looks pretty fierce. Okay, so we have first into the runway, we have, uh, oh, they don't put the title on. Oh, oh, Miss Abby. Oh, it's Abby. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about Abby. Oh, my God. She's 25 years old. She's originally from Brazil. She's wearing like this little kind of bikini bikini. Okay. And uh, very sexy looking. But I'm going to tell you what you're missing, by the way. And we all know this. She said, let the other bitches come. She is sexy as fuck as a boy. Next into the workroom, we have a, a, a guy named Chelsea Boy. He's 26 years old. He's coming looking like a superhero look, like or like a motorcycle look, blue hair, again, very cute as a boy. And he says vroom vroom bitches. Um, but oh god, Abby, oh my god, is so hot. She is so far from what I feel the hottest boy on the show. And they seem to know each other already. Abby and um <laughs> whoever this bitch is, Chelsea Boy. Chelsea Boy and Abby, oh my God, seem to know each other already, and they're hugging, and they're very happy to see each other. Next into the workroom, this bitch is coming in. They seem to know who she is. They're they're excited and looking at each other. Uh, she says she's the OG fish is back forever. She's Janie Jackie, and she's 28 years old. Again, I'm going to tell you something. Another very cute, good-looking boy. And they're all saying hi to each other. They're all being very nice to each other. Nothing big. They're talking about how... So the other queens know who she is. They say she's a powerhouse. She didn't come to play. So I guess she's well-known in the drag scene 
Uh, and I'm going to tell you something cute as a boy. Next, someone comes in like in a nun outfit. There's a music of a choir, then a church bell. She rips it off. Now there's like a sexy nun outfit. And she goes, who wants to get on their knees and confess something to me? Uh, and again, the other queens seem to know who she is. Her name is Megan Schoenbrud. Uh, she's been in the drag scene world for six and a half years, as she tells us. So again, they all know each other. But she's right now, she's bragging about how she uh, likes the illusion. You know what? I just realized something. This is my first time doing this. I'm playing too much to the audience who hasn't seen it when most of you guys are just watching it with me. So I'm going to pretend like you're watching it with me. I don't need to tell you who, uh, it, well, we know this is Madam Madness. She looks like this guy. She has a beard. She's a bearded queen. Um, Janae Jackie already throwing shade said she never really liked, um, Madam Madness. I don't know if I really like it either. There are some times when bearded queens really do work for me. And sometimes where they don't, and I don't know that this is really working for me. It's a very bright color wig. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. I have, I have, I do have an appreciation for bearded queens, but I don't know if that one's working on me. Okay. The next one coming in. Oh, pushing in, um, a tray here. Uh, and they all seem to know who she is. And, uh, oh, it's room. And she's 21 years old, but I'm going to say people might think that I like Room, but I don't know. There's something frightening looking kind of about Room as a boy. Um, she did, she is delivering. I could see. So she talks about how she's very like, uh, popular on social media. And I could see why, I guess, but I don't see what she's delivering that's so special. Uh, next in the workroom, she's giving, I remember when I saw this the first time, she was giving me very sherry pie, uh, face here. Um, and then this is, oh, this is the guy that said he was, it's Sidigrin. So Sidigrin says he was born sometime in the 90s. I'm wondering, cause clearly Sidigrin is older than 30 years old, which would be the oldest he would be if he was born in 1990. And I'm wondering if it's a joke. And we just don't pick up on the humor. Like, it's obvious that he's older than 30 years old. And that's sort of the joke he's making. Uh, right now, the girls seem to know who Sidigrin is. And they're introducing each other. Again, all very friendly to each other. Again, all the girls are very excited for this next queen working in the wrong room. She's coming and she's pregnant. Okay. Uh, I guess her name is Mama Queen. Uh, but I guess she's really known. I guess she is a sewer. I don't, you know, what's so funny is, um, I, I, you know, from watching the first episode, I'm hearing, you know, a lot of these names, you know, because they have so many queens coming in here. It's, it's, there's some people that they really focus on in the first episode because they can only focus on so many people. I don't feel she got a lot of screen time, even though now that I saw her as a boy, Mama Queen, I remember who she is and how she places. She looks fantastic. Um, and, uh, which is so funny because as a boy, again, also in that weird frightening range, uh, but she came pre very interesting, pregnant look. I think it's a good look. I like the look. Next, we have someone coming in. There's music. And who is this? Oh, I think she looks fantastic with, oh, I'm just noticing right now it's Patty Pam Pam. I didn't realize she was using like the Taylor's tape as her. That is a great look. I love that look of the of the measuring tape that tailors use 
as a sort of like a like a wrap or something. Not a wrap, but like a scarf. I don't know what you. I don't know fashion, but it looks. She looks fantastic. You see, you know what's so funny is I'm gonna. T- I'm probably not gonna pay as much attention to the subtitles now. Oh, and she has needles stuck in her and everything like that. You see, again, when I watched it the first time, I was taking notes. I couldn't look at the at the looks as carefully, but I really love that look. Okay, this bitch. I remember when she came in. Uh, and she's the last one. It's Envy Peru, Miss Envy Peru, and they all seem to know she's very, very famous in uh, uh, Holland or the Netherlands or whatever. Uh, and so they're all gagged that she's there. Okay, again, I actually think no one talks about this. I actually think she's very cute as a boy too. She's giving me obviously very strong Raven looks. Um, very strong Raven looks, but, uh, but she still looks fantastic. I still think, though, they even say right here that Envy is the most famous drag queen in Netherlands. So, like, yeah, she has to, uh, really bring, no, wait a minute. They are saying that Cedric Green is 26. Oh my god, he was not, there is no way that fucking bitch is 26. All right, so they now got the, she already done had hers. Here's RuPaul. They're all very excited to see RuPaul on the screen. Okay. I don't understand if they're doing a whole thing. I'm wondering if there's going to be an appearance. I think I saw somewhere on the blogs that some of the U.S. drag queens do make an appearance on Drag Race Holland. I think I saw that. But uh, we shall see. But why couldn't that bitch come over? They're going to be making her some coin. Why couldn't she come over and at least say hello? She didn't even do that for Canada. You know? So, okay, so one of the things that's come up is that the prize package for the queens, and Fred's going to talk about it right now, our host Fred, that the prize package for the queens is not very good. And even though, now in in the UK, okay, I'm just, RuPaul rarely says anything important during this video screen. In the UK, uh, they can't do it for reasons because the BBC is publicly funded. They, I guess they can't give prize money away. In the Netherlands, you don't have those rules. Here comes Fred. And he's walking down those steps, which I think are about as high as they, oh no, they're a little shorter than they are in the US. But the short, one in the US aren't that tall either, but they make them look tall. The stairs on there. Okay, so here's Fred. We'll come back to that thought in a second. And he's admiring them as drag queens. I like the way Fred looks here. It is weird, though. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Fred does a very good job stepping into RuPaul's shoes. It's a tough role to fill. But at this point when I was watching it, I didn't know what kind of handle to get on him. And um, But but I will tell you that I eventually do land up liking him very much. I think he really proves himself on the judges' table. Um, so now he's just talking to the queens and walking them to the show. Anyway, what I'm going to say is, uh, Drag Race Holland isn't giving a lot away. We're going to cover it right now. Oh, here we go. Not only is the winner crowned with an amazing crown, so they're going to get a fierce drag jewels crown. They'll be the very first Dutch, uh, winner, but they're also going to get a cover spread on Cosmo. And then they win like a, a and this is to top it all off. They're going to get a dress made by, uh, somebody famous the pit crew's gonna bring it in right now which by the way again kind of underwhelmed by the pit crew we didn't get a lot like that guy on the left looks like they just pulled him off the street and made him be a pit crew guy by gunpoint he looks like he's um it's a it's worth eighteen thousand euros it's a very expensive dress made by klaus iverson and this is a man behind many some uh, oh i guess he's designed things for the queen of the netherlands uh 
So I guess it's a very famous designer in, in uh, the Netherlands. Anyway, what I was going to say is, because the Netherlands are very small, I found out. The Netherlands are very small. He's explaining the mini challenge, but we'll get to the mini challenge when we get there. It's a very traditional mini challenge. So because the audience is so small, they won't have as much of a budget to give as much away. So even though they have the rules, you know, especially first season, episode one, they don't have as much of a budget. That's why the, the, the prize is so chintzy. All right, now we're going to the mini challenge. Once again, the pit crew looking very dour, like they don't want to be there. It's really weird. We have Fred now with the photographer. It's going to be a water tank challenge, like one we've seen um, on RuPaul's Drag Race before. Um, I don't know what season they did it, but they did do it. What season was it? Anyway, uh, but Chelsea Boy is the first one to go. And they said, I like how because of the translation, they say like, he's done photo shoots for all kinds of magazines. Anyway. So now Chelsea Boy is going to go in. Uh, he's gonna, she's gonna jump in the water first. And she's nervous. Now they're all used to this kind of challenge. In fact, they were probably hoping that it was this kind of challenge, uh, to begin with because it's a very, this is a very traditional RuPaul's Drag Race challenge. They show up and they do some sort of extreme photo shoot, very similar to what they do on America's Next Top Model. So now Chelsea Boy's getting ready to go in. She's she's gingerly going in. Let's see how she does when she gets in the water. And now, see, this is the mistake she makes. You'll see the people who do well, what they don't do the same thing. If she tries to go underwater, look how she's she's kicking down. That's gonna keep you floating up. You have to actually physically. What I would do one of two things. I was thinking about this when I was watching it. I would do, and I think Abby, oh my god, and uh, Ivy Peru do, or Envy Peru. I can't remember her name is. They actually dive in because they are mermaids. This girl's trying to do it, um, but it's not working. Uh, they try and they actually dive into the bottom and then they take the pose as they float up. The other thing you could do is just dive in with the stairs and use that to launch you in. All right. Here comes Sittergrin, uh, wearing tons of clothes. He has to take off, uh, a bunch of those clothes. And, uh, he's making jokes about how happy. So let's see how Sittergrin does. I don't think Sittergrin does very well. The comedy queens, I feel, get a pass lock because they're comedy queens. I feel Sedegrin plays it for laughs. Once again, you're not going to get much of a look if you go in feet first. You got to go. You have to just do the dive all the way to the bottom and then take it as you float up. Advice for future drag queens everywhere. Um, but again, I feel Sedegrin here is playing it for laughs. She looks a fucking mess. I don't know how. I'm still gagged that she claims to be 26 years old. Uh, that is, if that, that's 26, she's going to look like shit. Like, but you know, there are some people who look 52 at 26 and then, uh, uh, look 52 at 52. You know, they just always look 52. Yeah. But that's no way that queen is 26. She loses her wig. Oh my God. But again, you know, but now she's finally got the idea, but then she didn't go far enough. That's not, that's actually not that bad. Cause she's playing it for a laugh. She's playing it for a laugh. And they do that weird sound effect right there. All right. Next, here we have, who is this? I don't know quite. Oh, is this room? No. Oh, see, she went on her back. I don't know if that was very smart. Oh, it's, yeah, it's room. Um, that's just like, like, I, you would, maybe they don't swim that much in the net. Okay. Oh, 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 playing it smart. But then she, you got to go down further. Maybe, you know what it could be. Maybe because they're closing their eyes, they don't realize how they're not going very down. I would go until I touch the ground. But it <laughs> that's a very ridiculous shot. All right, here we go. Now, Abby, oh my God, Abby OMG, she goes in 
But she, that fit, fucking bitch knows what, oh, you see? Now, how come that she, oh, but you know what? I'll tell you what advantage she has. She only wore a bikini, so she doesn't have those clothes trying to pull her back up. God, Abby OMG is so fucking hot as a boy. I cannot take how hot Abby OMG is. Who, by the way, is only, according to this, a year younger than Cedric Grand. The bikini's not weighing her down. All right, here comes Envy Peru. I guess they both work in a mermaid house or something. So, okay, here comes Envy Peru. She's, that's, okay, here we go. She seems to know what to do. See? Um, but I'm wondering if they have the advantage that they don't, um, have so many clothes and dresses weighing them down. It's almost like they kind of knew. Um, because, yeah, so I actually think, and I'll be honest, and I hope I'm not spoiling anything. I really don't know anything. Um, here's the girl with the tape around her who immediately loses her wig. But that tape, she could, what's funny, she could have made that tape look really fierce. Uh, Patty Pam Pam could have made that tape look really, really fierce if she used it correctly. God, if she would have had a better look and not used, okay, very good. Um, okay, this is the first girl, I think. That, no, no, this is the bearded girl. Oh, that. She seems to kind of get what to do there. Oh, she looks good, too. That looked good there, too. She knew what she was doing. Now, this is the girl that was pregnant. This is the one that's the seamstress for everybody. Um, She seems to be, have a better handle on it. It seems like the earlier girls didn't know what to do. She has a handle on how to go down. Now, whether could she could pull the face off, we don't know. This is Mama Queen is who I'm talking about. Uh, And then now she's going to die. So she seems she's doing the right thing there. Is she going to get a good look? No, didn't get quite the look that we were hoping her to get. But, um, and her eyelash, that's gross. If someone has to dive in after those eyelashes. Oh, here comes the girl that was the nun. Um, She's going to go in. I wonder what they're allowed to keep on and take off. Because why would she keep that hat on? Unless she's forced to keep the hat on. Um, like maybe that's why they let Sedergren take the, the padding off because it would be almost dangerous to have it in. So now she's going in. Uh, but she doesn't seem, oh yeah, she's trying to push things down. She can't get it down through. Uh, yeah, you see, she has a bit, a lot of dresses. And so the dresses are, are forcing her to come up. She can't get down the way she needs to. Uh, but okay, but now she's diving down. But again, I think the dress and everything she's wearing is pulling her up. Doesn't get a good look, but she she gets a, de- a halfway decent attempt um, at a look, but we'll see. But she takes her boob. Yeah, you know what? I forget about the fake boobs. They have the fake boobs. Again, flotation devices. They're going to keep you up. This guy is so cute, too, in like a trade kind of way. Ugh, so cute. So my type, which is not really blonde guys, but um, people always think I like blonde guys because you know about Cameron and Aiden, but really, uh, Abby OMG is the guy that would actually really turn my head in real life. I like more olive skin guys. The guy, um, Ivy Peru, or Envy Peru, I'm sorry, looks a lot like George. So now this is traditionally the part of the show where the queens are all after the mini challenge and they're now going to take off their drag and they're talking about how all each other looks as boys. Um, uh, oh my God. You see, everyone's talking about Abby OMG and how beautiful she is. Of course, because she's such a fucking beautiful boy. Um... So, but they all kind of seem to like uh, that guy who kind of reminds me right there with that pose with Jake Dupree. Sidigrid here uh, is also very attractive. I think this is the one that I said looked kind of tra- Okay, here comes Fred back with the results. And now they're all with the boys, with the photographer. And 
well, well, he says, this is so different. So it, yeah, he's so not used to seeing them as boys. Some of them, it's so weird. It's, I, I'm just, it's, they all look kind of psycho. Um, and he, now the photographer thinks this is one of the most difficult challenges. Oh, I guess it would be because it's hard for the photographer to get a good shot, but it's also hard for the queens to, uh, get a good shot. Now Fred's asking dumb, they always do these dumb, like puns and whatnot of the queens. And so they're all, ch- oh, Abby, oh, Abby OMG won, which she should have won. That was a fucking fierce look. And she's also hot as a boy. But I'm going to tell you, I wouldn't throw Envy Peru out of bed. Envy Peru seems to be really pissed. Even though I don't know how I feel about the overalls as a look in the confessional, but whatever, they always do these weird looks. Very fast turnaround, by the way. They're saying tomorrow is the runway. There's like no time uh, for it. Now they're introducing the maxi challenge. Uh, and they have to, they're, they're, you know what's so funny? They don't do this on Drag Race. They're prepping them with the sort of onstage question. What makes you unique? Why should you win RuPaul's Drag Race Holland? Uh, they get a night to think about it. So they're going to go to these little furry notebooks and write down what makes them unique. And they're going to talk about it. That's, I've never seen that on Drag Race. They don't get, usually get warned about it. They're all congratulating, um, oh, Abby OMG for winning now. And, and kind of joking with each other. It's really nice to see, actually, that all the queens so far, so far in episode one, it's really nice to see that the queens are really getting along. Okay. Uh, they seem to be really getting along and now they're writing down. I don't know why they need an entire notebook for what should be Mama Queen is 30 years old. That's really shocking. She doesn't look that old. Um, for what, uh, and Madam Madness is only 23. <laughs> I would flip those ages. A lot of these ages were seen very odd here. Very odd. Okay, so now we're back. What would have been a commercial is the next day. In fact, they're saying there it's elimination day. Like that, they didn't make, fucking waste any time. There's no sort of workroom visits or anyway. Je- Janae Jacquet, 28. She's the one that, uh, everybody was talking about was cute as a boy. Janae Jacquet. And they're all talking about how, again, it's that typical workroom conversation the next day. And, uh, and this is where I think Shirtagrin being really very, you know, and I think I remember seeing this online. I kind of agreed. This is where Shirtagrin sort of wins us over by being funny. I thought he was sort of annoying during that mini challenge, but it's here where I think he starts. I I could be seeing Shirtagrin being, uh, he said that joke of the grinder joke is so funny. Uh, I could see Sertigrin being sort of like the low key, the way I sort of felt about, um, what was that bitch's name from last year? The, uh, 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 uh. um, Davina DeCampo, where I didn't like her at first and then she, I, she grew to be my favorite. I could see Sertigrin being that way. Here comes Room, uh, who remember Room is a social media star and he claims, he's, he's, he's sort of posturing, right? But, he again with these social media stars. I don't know why they always fall for this. I before I go on Drag Race, I would make sure to get some performances under my belt and become good at that. You never do well as a look queen on Instagram without having the performance skills to back it up. Some queens have gone farther than others, you know, but um, yeah, you know. So anyway, so this is what Abby OMG is talking about. Her history with, so she's Brazilian, 
but now she's in another one's been here for nine years, but her family did not accept her um for a long time because of her gayness. And so she's been in the Netherlands for nine years. It seems like they've sort of uh patched things up. Um but we I don't know if we really get an update on that. But but yeah, not our good religion. This is sort of our good mirror moment here for Abby OMG. Um but look again, we're getting an update right here. It looks like the family does accept them, but it's a great mirror moment for us to win Abby OMG to win us over. But the thing that got glossed over is that Room has not really performed much. And I think that's gonna, I think that's gonna be really shown, uh, on the show. Uh, they're talking about Room's family. He comes from a very traditional family and, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know they were gonna say that. And, um, and so I, I, see, I don't remember that. So what, what do they think of their track? Oh, again, they took a while to get used to, which is always so funny because you always hear about the Netherlands and that area of the world being, um, so accepting. But he's talking about how difficult it was for him that his father was really mean to him. That's very surprising to me because Sweden, the Netherlands, you know, uh, all the, the places in Northern Europe like that, the, you would think that they would be so accepting of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, gay people, but it looks like they even have troubles the way we do here with their family not accepting them. And so, um, it's interesting to see these conversations. I thought it would have been different. It makes sense with Abby OMG because she's a Brazilian, more Latin culture. They're not known for being necessarily so accepting. But uh, yeah, surprisingly here from the Netherlands. Now they're all just talking about their looks. It's hard to gauge where they're going with this when you're just watching it for the first time because the show's not giving you much of a hint. We're seeing little outfits here and there. Some of it looks fierce. Some of it doesn't. And so... Um, it's hard to tell what's going to happen, but Madame Madness right here is telling us how she's really confident. And now here we go, the traditional RuPaul sort of beginning. But of course, I think there must be a thing where it can't be exactly like RuPaul. So they kind of do a shortened version. There's always some sort of twist to it. But here comes Fred in drag. Now, I haven't gotten the word yet. And for future episodes, I'm hoping Yaz Waz or somebody else. By the way, as uh, Fred does her thing on the runway introducing the judges, uh, if you are from Holland... Or know the net, no Netherland or Netherlandese, or I don't know how it is. If you if you are familiar with that culture, the language, the show, hit me up at Joe Batanz at Afterthought.media. Come on the air with us, explain the culture to us, help us explain to now we just met the Michelle Visage, and now we're going to this guy right here. He is a design he's a designer himself. Oh, this is the guy that's designing the main dress. Oh, interesting. It's Klaus Iverson, the guy who designed this the multi-thousand dollar dress that they're gonna try and win. Interesting. There she is. And then I guess what we're gonna see right here, even though I didn't really see an example, I could see this being like Holland's hilarious Tina Fey. But she comes off as very like serious librarian-esque. It's uh Sandwall is DeVries. And I I get the impression she does uh impressions specifically of the Queen. Right now she's doing the Queen of the netherlands um anyway um now they're gonna do the first runway we're gonna do the looks right now uh now we know that the looks were based to do their favorite queen and we all know how much i love doing the looks but the great thing is they're confined to them coming down the runway so again once again hit me up at joe batanz at afterthought.media if you know about this culture and uh, the category is who's your queen first down the runway set a grin as marie antoinette uh i'm gonna tell you I love this look. It's fantastic. It opens up. 
And then there's all the food and stuff, which is making fun of the let them eat cake kind of thing. Opens up to a fierce dress. I think it looks fantastic. There's a transformation. It is an actual queen. It's reminiscent, but yet her own thing. Um, looks fantastic. I think it's great. I, I, I like this look very, very much. I'm going to give it an eight. Gonna give it an eight. Here, all right, here we go. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm liking this look too. Now, supposedly she's dressing as, I'm assuming I'm saying it right, Maxime, who I think Yaz was in the chat room was saying, is, uh, a woman. She is like actually like married to the prince, uh, and is sort of seen as sort of the fashion forward royalty and very popular here in the Netherlands. And, um, I think she looks fine. I think she looks great. I actually really like this look here. Queen B. I don't know if it's supposed to be necessarily Queen B or is she making a reference to Beyonce? At this stage, I don't know. I think at this stage, I think she's just straight up B. But when she does the reveal, I think, uh, this is when we go into the more Beyonce. Yeah. Now this looks very Beyonce right here and even doing a, uh, sort of the sort of same kind of strut. So I think that's very interesting to make that play. I think she looks fantastic. Another, I'll give it a seven. Okay, the evil queen. Interesting look to do, though. I think I would have gone more traditional. I don't like this chest plate in front of her. I don't really like it at all. Um, the mirror with the, on the staff, very clever. I like it. Um, trying to get a good look at it from here. <sighs> It would have been so fucking fierce. I think she's... It, it, I, I, the boots are kind of weird. They don't go with the evil queen. Wouldn't have been so fucking fierce if she wouldn't actually just done the evil queen from Snow White. All right, Mama Queen. She's doing Maria. Mary, uh, Mary obviously, the mother of Jesus kind of thing. Comes, so she puts that down, comes out here. Um, I think it... Let me look at my impression here. I think it looks fantastic. Um, It's... I'm looking at it right now. I like it. Um, I think I'd still give it a seven. Very clever with the baby Jesus. Obviously, Mary, the Virgin Mary, seen as a queen. Oh, oh, but see, this is a stupid shit. Why would they use that to judge? I mean, it falls off. Does it knock it down for me? No. Uh, it would still be a seven. I don't know why they use a judge. All right. Megan Schoenbrood with the uh, Diana Ross. I he's. <sighs> I think that's a cop out. I, I know you could make, oh, she's a queen because gay guys love her, or maybe she's the queen of disco, or what, I don't know what her title is. No, it's, I think Donna Summer is the queen of disco. Like, I've never heard that people refer, maybe queen of Motown? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a stretch. I mean, I, I think it was a stretch. I don't like it, and I don't like the look either. It's a, a four. Chelsea Boy coming in as alien queen. I'll be honest with you. Chelsea Boy is very cute as a boy. It just seemed like she wanted to do an alien. I don't get what is regal about this or makes her an alien queen. Then I why don't I come out as a chef and then I'm chef queen? You know, I don't I don't buy it. Um, for lack of originality, I'm gonna give it a four as well. Patty Pam Pam, very clever with the Freddie Mercury as queen. I like the idea. She looks fantastic. She did Freddie Mercury, but still is able to look feminine. The boots look fantastic. I love the yellow jacket, which is so Freddie Mercury. And the oh, it takes the mustache off. I like it. I'm gonna give this a seven. A lot of sevens going around here, but I'm gonna give it a seven. All right, a bearded queen doing uh, Queen of Hearts. Very again, very clever play. 
on Queen of Hearts. Um, I love the wig, but it's just a knockoff of the one from the Tim Burton film, Love the Crown. She has the beard. Um, it's passable. Um, I don't know if I really like the direction she took with it. I'll give it a six. Miss Abby OMG. Oh, it is Miss Abby OMG. She's a carnival queen. <sighs> she looks fantastic. I'm going to say something here right now. I know, I believe she's safe, but I'm going to say that it is a cop-out just like the Diana Ross. The one thing I will say is maybe there is a queen of carnival, but if you would have shown me that maybe she, the queen of carnival, the queen of roses, dresses like that, then I'd be okay with it. So, so now we're going to look at the results. Fred, by the way, looking fantastic in drag and doing a great job, I'm going to say. Doing a fantastic job with big shoes to fill as the RuPaul character. Okay, now they have to answer the questions about who they think or why they think that they should be there. And they want them to keep it short. Okay, so now we're going to see here. Through my passion for the community, drive, and modern approach to drag... I've opened up great courage for myself, but also for other queens. That's horrible. This is, yeah, I don't like it. Set a grin here. Uh, well, humor, fun, and a heart filled with love and a listening ear for everyone. What that takes a real queen. And that's why I'm here. Set a grin for the win. Uh, whatever. Um, Janae Jacquet. As a little boy from Volendam Village, we always been like, I can't with my talent and charisma encourage many others to believe in themselves. Why? Okay, now room. I'm Holland's next drag superstar because I'm the definition of what drag should be. Shitty drag? Uh, pure creative expression. I hate that thing in front of her. Without listening to others, without format, and without rules. Okay. Mama Queen, I am Holland's next best drag superstar. Because I am the iconic universal mother. Ah, eh, too much a reference that my fatherland needs. Megan Schoenbrood. Deaf. Oh, that's right. This is where she talks about how she's deaf. This is where this bitch made a mistake. Okay? This is where she made a mistake. I would not have dropped a deaf thing here. You hold on to that shit. The, the second you reveal that, the producers don't need you. Here comes Chelsea Boy. I hope with my drag, I can show the world that nothing can stop you. From celebrating your infinite inner strength. And then I hear all these. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of these are very, like, I don't see. Set of Grin's the closest one that's been sort of more unique. Patty Pam Pam here. I take the crown because alongside a fantastic sewing box, I have a very, ah, oh, it's a dumb. I hate fucking dumb drag queen jokes. Ugh. All right, Madam Madness. Okay, she's the one who's Queen of Hearts. What makes me so unique is that I play with gender identity, okay? And I show that anyone can be who he wants to be. Eh, boring. Um, Abby OMG Worldwide, I'm the very first Brazilian drag queen. Is that true? Uh, oh, on RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, that could be true. I want to make my country proud, but also the Netherlands. Uh, thank you. Um, that's it. Okay, well, all right. So let's see who's safe. The safe girls are going to go first. So the first one that's safe is oh i forgot who that was the one that was queen maxima abby omg madam madness and patty pam pam um i believe that's envy peru by the way who was safe um okay so they're safe um do i agree with those safe choices i don't know i think i i 
I don't know. I think I would have swapped out some of them for the top, but okay, they're safe. They're fine. Now here we go. Let's go to the tops and bottoms of the week. Uh, we have Settergrin. Okay, we have six girls there. Uh, so there's three bad ones and um, three good ones here. All right, let's see who they, they thought where the good ones were. So this is where the judges are going to come in here, actually. So it's Satagrin is there, and um, everyone seemed to like Satagrin. I will say this right now. I have to be honest about something. As of this recording, I've only seen one episode of drag of Canada's Drag Race. Okay, but uh, but everyone said that those judges were incredibly cruel and mean. I wonder if that will change next season. But this one right here. They seem to give constructive criticism, and um, but now the criticism that they're too nice that I've seen on on uh, Reddit. But um, I like I look. It seems that they have constructive criticism. Here's what I like. Here's what I don't like. They're polite about it. They're not tearing the other queens down. It seems to be a good win for everyone. Um, they like the other queen, by the way. Though let's go the queen B. Um, so now they're ta- they're kind of reading room for filth. Uh, and now they're really upset about the shoes. I can kind of see it because I don't understand how the shoes go with the idea of the evil queen. Now, I've seen on Reddit, but I wonder uh, if it... We'll talk about it when they go to because now they're going... They're, they're buzzing through these girls. Um, and uh, now they're going through the the Mary one. Uh, they seem to have sort of... The, the designer's talking to her and... I, I think it looks fantastic. I think they can see things that we can't. He's kind of mad about how cheap the fabric looks. Um, I don't know. And I, first of all, I don't know anything about fabric. I will say I don't know if I'm a big fan of her makeup. But um, uh, but uh, I actually I actually really like the outfit. It seems like Fred really likes it too. It sort of gets the references. I guess she's making a reference to a place in Rotterdam. Um, that, uh, I didn't get that reference, but I'm not from home. That's why we need, again, once again, okay, okay, here comes the deaf thing again. Here comes the deaf. Which is so funny, I'm watching this on silent with the subtitles. Okay, now he's saying he's at 80% deaf in one ear. And the other one doesn't work too well either. Now the girls are just like gag, like, oh my god, she's deaf. Once again, I think a huge mistake to um admit this episode one she probably knows she's in trouble and so she feels she has to do it but um yeah that i i feel that that's not a good thing to do because then that's the only thing keeping you is revealing that secret you know but uh thank you for revealing your death it's interesting that she was able to pass off for the how you know the day or two they were together that didn't do it that they, the girls didn't know. Um, but I also wonder, they don't seem to be like, oh, well, thank you, but now we're going to read you for filth, uh, for your awful outfit. Again, I don't understand why she thought Diana Ross was a good idea, uh, as a queen, you know? This guy's even pointing out, yeah, she's a, a, a gay icon, but, uh, anyway, let's go to Chelsea Boy here. And the and the comedian, uh, you know, the impressionist, she's saying the same thing I did, which is like, where's the royalty here? It just seems like you're just doing an alien. But then again, like, um, 
you're doing an alien. But then I said that they love something else, and I didn't see how they were doing. Didn't I say there was something else? Like she, oh, she, oh the Diana Ross. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're just doing an alien. Yeah, but it seems to, I can't remember what they, um, okay, so I guess they like this outfit. I don't know. I don't really buy it. I'm not disagreeing that it looks fierce, but I don't know if it really fits the theme. So it looks like Queen Bee, Marie Antoinette, and let me see, Queen Bee, Marie Antoinette, oh, and the Mary, they're the top three, I think, right? I don't remember. We're going to find out right now when we go out there. Uh, now they're kind of doing their own version of Untucked. And um, I don't remember this part at all, but the bearded one is talking about how she uh, should feel she should have done more. I think, I'll be honest with you, for a first episode, I think they all look pretty good. For the first episode of a brand new season, I'm not going to lie. I think they all, even, even the shitty one with the snow, I actually just, the only thing I'm saying for Room is Room should have just done a more, that would have been so fierce if she would have done the actual traditional evil queen. Anyway, so I was saying, as the judges are deliberating right now, is Room was saying that she actually had a different outfit. She wanted to come out as Medusa. And I think, I don't know if she said it directly, but the implication was that, um, that they didn't let her do Medusa. So she had to whip together this evil queen outfit. Uh, and so, uh, Janae Jacquet is getting high marks, and so is Marie Antoinette right now with the judges' looks. Uh, right now they're talking about room. And, um, again, you know, they're being very positive on stage and off, you know, with the, with the girls on stage and off stage, and they're being very nice and being very constructive and balanced in their criticism, which I think I actually really, really like. Let's see how, uh, they do with the rest of the season. But I think Fred is doing a fantastic job, by the way, as the host. I don't hate her. I don't hate her. Where I was actually kind of feel like I was rooting against people. Now, Mama Queen, I'm trying to see if they liked her. She seems to be like she was really truly in the middle. Like there was definitely a top two, a safe person in the middle, and then a bottom. I think it's clearly a bottom two. I feel like there's like a top two, a middle two, and a bottom two. And we clearly know that Diana Ross is one of the bottom two. Uh, because I, they have their own reasons why they think so. I just didn't think it was very imaginative. I just thought she just wanted to do Diana Ross. Uh, and then we have Chelsea Boy. Uh, again, I think they like the look. Um, oh, they also are saying that they thought there was too much makeup. I don't think that there's too much makeup. I think drag can get away with it. But again, I don't know how it really fits the theme. I don't, I, I think that's a cop out. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't have put her on the bottom because the look is so fierce, but I do believe that uh it didn't fit the theme and so that for that reason she doesn't really get the top i think i honestly i would have swapped her out for the freddie mercury and kept her like she to me that's just a safe look it was so fierce but not fitting the theme that she has to be safe all right so here's the conclusions let's see what we're finding out here setagrin is safe okay so she's gonna go through but high mark for setagrin um so that's good he and setagrin did a fantastic job now we have chelsea boy uh, Chelsea Boy is also safe. Again, I probably would have made her safe to begin with and put her in the, and put like, uh, Freddie Mercury in the top as well. Um, let's see here. So we have between Megan Schoenbrood. Oh, she's the, uh, she's the deaf one. Uh, Janae Jacquet, clearly the winner. She's gonna, she ha- can't be over the Mary, who they were kind of mixed on Mary. Uh, 
so Janae Jacquet, I believe, is going to be the winner of this challenge. Yes, and she is the winner this week. And she won a very bizarre prize package. I think. Let me see. Let me see. For your sake. I'm going to tell her what she won. Oh, I think she won like a thousand euros or something like that. Uh, yeah, a thousand euros. That's her pack. Oh, it's valued at a thousand euros. Sorry. It's a makeup studio package. So it looks like there's a bottom three. So the top three looks like was the alien look, which I don't get safe at best. And then we have Room as the evil queen. We have the woman as Mary, which I think was a safe look. Uh, maybe they're just trying to make the drama here because it's clearly a bottom two. And then this horrible Diana Ross, which is awful. Just an awful, just because you put on Diana Ross wig and like a multicolored thing she would have worn. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. So, okay. So Room, they're going to, so here's what I'm going to tell you right now so I can talk some more. Room and Megan Schoenbrood are in the bottom two. Okay, Mary is safe. So they're, they're building up the drama here. Even though Mary, um, um, I don't know what Mary's real name is. Oh, isn't she Mama? Yeah, Mama Queen. Mama Queen, her hair, it's weird. Why is her hair thirsty in the confession? Her real hair is thirsty. How do you have real hair that's thirsty? She looks ill. I don't like her in the confession. It looks very sick. All right, so it's Room and Megan. And they are now going to be com- uh, lip-syncing uh for their lives okay so uh and they did another madonna song so they do express yourself which we're going to do right now they're getting ready and uh okay again i'm sure the rights for drag race holland are much cheaper than they would be for drag race so that's where they're going to get better music uh and so and fred's going to make uh the final choice i believe of who goes home let's take a look at how this lip sync is Interesting to watch this lip sync without music, but I think it actually gives you a good perspective. So she, okay, so Diana Ross throws that. And, okay, thank God she's finally, the evil queen is finally taking off that horrible, oh no, she didn't take that horrible piece, she's putting her lipstick on. What, oh, I see what she did, she was painting the Madonna's gap in her teeth for the song. Um, Megan Schubert just did the drag girl point, you know, when they sing, they point. And, um, Almost still kind of like she's channeling Diana Ross. Room is giving me very scaredy cat vibes from Drag Race UK. Like when they don't perform, there must be a way that like tall, skinny girls who never perform all lip sync the same way. They don't know how to dance because it's Megan Schoenberg isn't even that great, but Room is so obviously a person who's never performed in a club before. She's uh, just an Instagram queen. Uh, giving me no life. It's so interesting watching this with no music. Like you're actually seeing the performance. It's actually, it seemed a lot closer when I watched it with the music. Uh, but now it's very obvious that Room should go home. And, uh, Megan, again, Megan's only doing a decent job. Any queen who can actually lip sync would have just knocked Megan out of the ballpark. But, uh, Room is doing such a horrible job. That, um, yeah, I think it's, I think Room's time is uh, going is up. I think Room's time here in RuPaul's Drag Race Holland is up. We're building the tension. Fred is about to make her decision. And she just lets Megan off the hook. I think in about two seconds here. I'm looking at it right now. And now she's told her, Shantae, you stay. And Megan, uh, is, you know, doing the polite thing and, you know, Breathe in a big sigh of relief, but uh, very happy. But, you know, sad for room. 
Megan Schoenbrood swaying that that's going to be the last time that happens. Very upset. I think Meg, I'll be honest with you. Um, they're saying goodbye to Room right now, saying very nice things. But, uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Megan Schoenbrood's life on this planet of RuPaul's Drag Race is, um, for much longer. I don't think we have much longer with Megan Schoenbrood. She already gave it up that she's deaf. So I think they got the producer, unless there's some other skeleton in her closet. I think the producers have gotten everything they wanted out of uh, Megan Schoenbrood, so her time is up. Room giving a very emotionless uh, goodbye, and um, and then kind of when we're dropping about how she is popular. The people who are popular, the, the drag queens who are popular online will always mention it on their way out, that they're popular online. You know, they don't need RuPaul's Drag Race, and in a lot of cases they don't, to be honest with you. Uh, they say remain, they remain popular online. Uh, alright, so now this is where we say our goodbyes. Uh, Room is writing her thing. It's so funny. It's, I think this with the Thai stuff too. It's like, it's so much harder to write shit in lipstick when it's like, I don't know how the Thai girls do the lipstick on the mirror. It's so difficult. Oh, RuPaul has a message with them. Congrat, congratulations. Oh, she, so RuPaul still does the, uh, how you gonna house with somebody else? All right, well that's very good. I wonder if she's gonna record eight different versions of that, or if she's going to just do the same one every single time. And they say goodbye. Well, guys, that was you know they're dancing it off right now. That was this episode. Let me know what you think. Now, obviously, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. So just like you, you may have suggestions. Let me know. I think I've noticed some things I want to change here and there. Uh, we're looking at the previews for next week. Volgender care. Uh, looks like they're doing some sort of photo shoot, like a funny photo shoot next week. Um, they're promising drama to come. But some of that makeup looks fierce. I know there's a famous Instagram girl who was just on the screen, so people are going to be very excited. And so I think there's going to be some drama. I think there's going to be big stuff coming next week. And so, But uh, if, if you can think of, uh, and this is the end of the episode for me, but if you can think of anything that you are like, okay, this is what, Joe, try doing this. I want to get Yaz Waz on here to watch the show with me. I want to get, or again, once again, let me make this plug. If you are a, if you either lived in the Netherlands or understand, you know, understand this culture very well or speak the language or whatever, I would love to have you on the air if you would like, or you can just fill me in privately. Uh, all of that can be done either on the Discord in the Drag Race Holland channel, or you can, or you can message me on Discord at Afterthought Media is the Discord, or you can email me at JoeBatanzanAfterthought.media. Let me know. And also, if you just want to tell me what you think of this, I actually think this could be really good. Is it a little rough? Yeah, it's episode one. This is my first time ever doing anything like this, but I could already feel that this seems fun. I think by the time we get to the end of the season, we'll have sort of mastered, I think two or three episodes in, we'll get into this. We'll have mastered it. And uh, we will have a better sense of how to do this. But we're learning along the way. I'm kind of liking it. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. Oh, I got to play the song out. Let's say the song out. All right, here we go. But we'll start it soft. Here we go. So that's going to do it for Drag Race Holland. Be sure to join us this next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of Drag Race Holland. So for Joe Batanz and myself... The Shukave of Akave. So, can somebody tell me how to say sachet away until next week in uh, Netherlandese or whatever it's called? All right, peace out. <laughs> <laughs>